Hi guys, my name is Kimberly. I'm gonna um, put a timer on myself so I don't talk too long. And um, I'm not used to such a formal meeting. I'm really comfortable with my women's meetings. I uh, get to sit in a little portable with women that I like know and um, have seen a lot of. So this is different for me. And on the way, my sponsor was like, uh, you know, this is great. It's good to get out of your comfort zone. I'm like, yeah. Something I would say to somebody else, gross. <laughs> um, but my experience with alcohol is that when I drink, I no longer have the option to choose. Um, I just took a three years, a week ago I had three years, which is um, crazy because sometimes I think, man, did I, I probably cheated, right? I must have blacked out somewhere and then like not remembered and just woke up and did my same old thing. Um, but that's not the case for me. And it's, it's kind of crazy, but it's, it's pretty wonderful because, uh, being a drunk mother is really hard and, um, cunning, baffling and powerful. Um, it doesn't matter how much you love someone. Alcohol for me will always come first. I will always be making stupid, stupid, unsafe decisions in order to get, I mean, whoop. Who would know something as simple as wine could really just get you into so much trouble um, if you drink enough of it. And uh, yeah, today I have the I have the choice. I have the choice to respond rather than react. Today I have the choice not to drink. Today I have the choice to do the best for my children and for my husband and for myself because when I am acting as a, a decent human being, basically keeping my side of the street clean, continually working on myself, which sounds exhausting. I mean, every day we go over, you know, what did we say today? Do we owe somebody an amends? Um, that's a lot of work. And sometimes it's really frustrating that other people don't have to work a program. I really wish a lot of other people around me would have a program, you know, um, because not only do we have to deal with our own triggers, we get to deal with um, the triggers of others as well. But because of Alcoholics Anonymous, um, today I have this toolbox and I know how to deal, you know, when my husband pisses me off or <laughs> my children are driving me crazy or I meet some crazy person on the street um, who is just bleeding their triggers all over me. I have learned, um, to mend a lot of, you know, childhood trauma, a lot of um, character defects, something that I actually enjoy working on nowadays, which is crazy because who likes doing that? Um, and it's just so much more of a beautiful life. Um, alcohol takes me to some really dark places. My yets were really, really, really gnarly. I was about, you know, sometimes we talk about our story and we say, oh, if X, Y, Z were to happen, this would have happened. Um, I was about five minutes away from losing my son. I left him in a hot car to go get um, some more booze. And then when I came out, I got disoriented. And um, I just remember thinking like, he's in the car, you better focus. And had I not been able to snap out of it, you know what I mean? That's that's where alcohol takes me. And it's a very, it's a very sobering fact. And it's a very healthy fear that, that keeps me sober because um, that's not something I like 
to share normally. I sat on a panel one time, the first time I sat on a panel, I told my huge gnarly story and <laughs> these women weren't even listening. You know, they're in there, they're sitting in their cushy little rehabs and like joking around with their friends. And <laughs> I'm like bearing my soul and they're not like, you know, not even listening, but um, it's important. And um, my sponsor told me to share some things on the way up here because I called her and I was like, I don't want to. <laughs> and um, so I'm doing that and I wouldn't have been able to do it, you know, without my higher power. And that's something that I had trouble kind of grasping in the beginning. I didn't know what it was or what it looked like. I thought I had to have some concrete idea of what my higher power was. And instead what I started doing was looking at all these um, close calls, all these, what I now know to be divine intervention where you know something should have happened or something else should have happened. And I just have a life riddled with them, fortunately. And um, I'm thankful to have gotten myself together around a kind of at a young age. I was 30 when I got sober, I'm 33 now. I have a five-year-old and a 14-month-old. So my five-year-old will never if I stay sober, he'll never see me drunk again. Thank you. And uh, my sober baby, he'll never see me drunk either. And, you know, we think we don't affect people in our lives. I wasn't affecting anyone. I still got up and I, I did my thing and I got everyone fed and everyone in bed. And, and um, after I quit, I found a bottle of wine under the sink, um, obviously that I'd forgotten about because otherwise it'd be empty. And, uh, right. and uh, I'm walking to the kitchen to pour it down the sink, not throw it in the trash can, right? So we can get those out too. And I had to film it to make sure, you know, my husband didn't see the empty in the trash can and go, you know, what the hell. And as I'm walking through the hallway, um, I pass my son who's new to at the time. He's like, I got sober in June, his birthday's March 31st. So brand new to, and he looks up at me and he smiles. And then I've got the bottle of the wine so comfortably in my hand, you know, like normal. And he looks down at the bottle of wine and his face just drops. Okay. This is a kid who's basically one. And, um, that's another sobering fact about alcohol. We don't think we're affecting anybody else except for ourselves. I'm not hurting anyone else who cares. Um, but that's not the truth, you know, and once we can, look our BS in the face and continually call ourselves out on a daily basis. We get to live this beautiful life. You know, I get to be comfortable in my own skin today. And my favorite way of explaining sobriety is um, coming home to yourself because, you know, today I have the confidence to take up the space that I need to, you know, I'm not like, Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm obviously I'm, I'm a tall woman. I'm always like, I was always slouching trying to take up not as much space, but, I can stand comfortably today and wear, you know, what I feel like and not worry about what other people are thinking. And it's really such a gift, you know, and um, in the beginning, when you're newly sober, you hear these people say, oh, I'm, you know, so-and-so and I'm a grateful alcoholic. You're just like, there's nothing to be grateful about this, you know, but in reality, we have so much to be grateful for because we get to come here, we get to have a daily reprieve, we can choose. I mean, man, so long was the choice taken away from me. I didn't choose and I didn't even know it. You know, I had so much 
grief and anxiety and all this ick and I don't have to carry around that ick today and I can learn from others you know when you share your stories with me when you share your you know relapse stories when you share you know your trauma stories when you share your bad days it tells me that I am not alone everybody has a bad day um you know everybody has their um what do you call them crosses to bear skeletons in their closet but you know the skeletons and I are homies now so <laughs> it works out thank you very much